0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth.
1: Hello, everybody. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, CXSM channel 145. And today I am joined with Anthony, Angel, Alicia, and Alba. And before we get into our normal COVID-19 rundown, at t- today at 3 p.m., we're going to be having a station blackout in light of recent events, and we'll be doing that with the black community here at Sir- XM for Slam Radio. But let's get into our first segment. So today for our COVID-19 rundown, there's a little bit over 6 million cases worldwide and there's over 371,000 deaths. Here in the US, we have around, we have confirmed around 1 million cases, well over 1 million cases, 1.885 million cases to be exact and over 100, 100, deaths. With a lot of recovered patients, which is great to see now, as we are going into a lot of other crazier things happening here in America, with George Floyd and all the riots that have been breaking out here in just throughout the world in the biggest cities. And recently, for the George Floyd case, there was a private autopsy that ruled that Floyd's death was homicide due to due to asphyxiation. As we all know, the detective, um, the police officer. Uh, Derek Chauvin had his knee on his neck for around eight minutes, leading him to die. But the thing is that the the county autopsy had said that he had died because his heart stopped due to underlying heart issues. So now we're seeing that there is some combating evidence and combating views on what truly happened. I mean, everybody from the video, whenever I was watching it, I was able to determine quickly that I felt that he was just choked out because. There was so much pressure, like you can tell that, that that the police officer was, you know, not giving up, and he was on top of him. So, I think that it was pretty clear cut for me to see that, and then just understanding that the county had had a, an autopsy, and that the autopsy was ruled for an underlying heart issue, but then now understanding that the private autopsy had ruled it because of because of asphyxiation, I'm I'm kind of more leaning towards the private autopsy because of what i was able to see in the actual video definitely i would also
2: believe Um, i would also agree with you on that one that the private autopsy is probably more accurate than state autopsy because of the sole purpose of it is a private autopsy period so even if he didn't have a heart attack heart attack i'm sorry on site It doesn't matter, they still killed him. There's nothing we can do to bring him back. He's dead. And he's been dead, but it doesn't give people the excuse to riot around towns. It doesn't... I don't feel like you're bringing George Floyd or the Black Lives Matter movement any justice by doing so.
3: Me either, and I'm a very strong believer about that. It's one thing, you know, wanting justice for him because unfortunately like it was very devastating what he had to go through and stuff and it could have been prevented in my opinion. Um, But, you know, breaking into stores and stuff like that, that's not, that's not helping in any which way. I'm sorry. I feel like that's just people trying to take advantage of the situation and trying to like, you know, um, gain off of it basically. So I I personally like it's like where, you know, where is the, like, justice, peace in that, you know, with violence, that, that's the way to go? No. In my opinion, I personally believe that we can protest with peace. Like, it does not have to be all about, you know, stealing, and we can prevent it all. We can prevent violence. You know, we we're still in a pandemic. I know it's dying out, but we're still there, and this is what's happening next. Like, I feel like it's just too much. You get what I'm saying? Like, I I just feel like it could be prevented. And I feel like if we just really open our eyes, we could like, you know, well, not we, but the people who are writing and stuff like that, I feel like they can like, you know, maybe realize that, oh, shoot, like what I'm doing is not, it's not really helping. You know, it's just making the situation probably worse.
4: Honestly. As for the autopsy, we all know which one to believe. Obviously, the private autopsy is correct. And I believe that the medical examiner that said it was a heart attack or whatever should be fired because she was protecting someone that did wrong. And that's never how it should be. You should never lie about that. So I think she should be fired. And then, like, as for what Alba was saying, I understand where you're coming from about, like, we shouldn't get aggressive and stuff and it should be peaceful. But it was. It's been peaceful for a long time. Like they tried peaceful protesting, and they feel like their voices are not getting heard. Nothing is being done when they're peaceful, so they're going to act how they are time, how they are thought out to be. Like they, they think uh, every black person is criminal. That every black person is this. Like they're so bad. So basically, they're trying to show what bad it is. And honestly, I think no offense that. The police officers are doing the most ruckus, and they're doing like they're messing this country up to blame it on the black people. We're not really doing anything. We're just trying to get our voices heard, and it's not working in my opinion.
5: And all honesty, the way that I'm viewing it is that you know, of course, I would on my behalf, I would believe the private autopsy because the one that the county did, it's very easy for them to make an autopsy and just say, "All right, no." He didn't die out of uh, suffocation, out of a lack of oxygen. He died due to some other reason. It's a very simple thing to do. So, you know, it's much easier to believe the private autopsy. And then when it comes to the riots, I can understand why people would get violent about it because, you know, as Alicia mentioned, we have been peaceful about this. People have been very peaceful about it they've done normal protests, they've done walks, marches, all the whatnot. But looking at it from a standpoint of view as if you were a a politician, it's very easy for you to simply just try to ignore it because you're protected by the government, you're protected by the law, you're protected by everything. So you can very easily ignore all these suffering people and you don't have to do anything. So I can understand why not only the black community, but also the Hispanic community, uh, and even Americans themselves, some of them themselves have gotten violent about it too. I can understand why, because if politicians and people up in high power won't listen with basic reasoning and basic peaceful protest, then sooner or later people need to take matters into their own hands and start doing something to to get attention, to have police or someone on top of them. That way, at least something happens.
1: Yeah, no, and uh, of course, I mean, we we do continue seeing a lot of these demonstrations, these riots, all these protests. And we're also seeing that a lot of celebrities are joining in. We saw here that Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello joined in, Udonis Haslam, David Dobrik. Kalani, Halsey. Halsey and Youngblood was also, they were bandaging and were essentially medical staff to a lot of the protesters that were injured. They had a whole uh, med kit with them and they were helping out and bandaging and just trying to help out as much they can. We also saw that Ariana Grande, Madison Beer, Nick Cannon, Cole Sprouse, who was arrested for protesting, as well as Timothy Chalamet, Jay Cole, there's also countless more with Machine Gun Kelly, and we're seeing all these influential people, all these celebrities that we kind of look up to as as the youth, and just as, and just people in general that we listen to or that we admire. I know that we talk about David Dobrik here a lot because it's true. We all kind of watch him. We all think that you know what he does is pretty interesting. And I mean, personally, looking at this and seeing how they're so, act how how much of an activist is truly playing a role for us I think that this is all very interesting and personally I kind of admire a lot of them even more so now so personally I think that it's really cool to see all this happen and I mean I kind of I'm kind of proud of also seeing a lot of this happen as well I don't I mean that's just me personally.
2: And I have a question you mentioned that David Dobrik ran uh to the riots isn't David Dobrik an immigrant he isn't a United States citizen yet so I believe he's with DACA exactly he's DACA that's exactly what it is so I believe he's risking his everything but like his life by going out there because if he gets arrested he can get deported right back to where he's from
1: exactly we've also talked about just in general that he he didn't want to step foot into any political conversation with this because he finds it hard with his job and per se how he's he can't how he fears that people can't detach who he is from his own personal life because essentially his job is his personal life. So I think that we're seeing, even though he's taking such a big risk, because again, he, he isn't from here and he hasn't, you know, he is through DACA. So we are kind of seeing that no matter what, like people are risking themselves at this point as, as we're seeing with David Dobrik. And that's what I'm saying is more inspirational. That's something that I really admire personally.
3: Honestly, I'm very like, it's like what you said, they are risking themselves and honestly, like, i I appreciate that a lot because I feel like there's a lot of influencers who don't use their platforms for the right reason, like if you have a voice that you know a lot of people will hear, I feel like you should try to do what you can in order you know to play a role in it, especially with the big situation that's going on right now, racism and everything um i'm I'm beyond glad that they're you know actually using their platforms for the right reasons I mean I'm not saying there's a right or wrong, but I feel like during this situation I feel like That's a really good thing he can do. And it looks good on him because he's like, you know, maybe I can't play a big role in it, but I'll try at least to put a little piece into it. You get what I'm saying? So I want to see very like proud. It's not, I'm not, you know, recommending to risk yourself for it, but if that's your way to show it, I mean, by all means, like it's, it's really up to the person, but I'm glad that everyone is really coming together for such a huge situation like this and, you know, trying to do what they can to help. Um, I find that really beautiful.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. Like, now that a lot of influencers are coming out in support of this, and I completely agree with that, whereas there's a lot of other influencers that, although they, like, support it and stuff, they don't want to post because a lot of their viewers and stuff like that is the, the white or whatever. So... I don't understand that. I think that if you're going to say something, it should be to the public and you shouldn't be afraid. Like there's nothing to be scared of. If you support something, let everyone know you support it and put your influence on it so that your influencers can support it as well. And, you know, come, I don't know, get together to support it all together in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that we can all agree with that here on the youth. But when we come back here on the youth, We're going to talk about how some big brand names are truly trying to help out and are trying to i don't know disseminate in 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 with us so you're listening to the youth here on slam radio sirius xm channel 145. hey look what i found a radio radio
6: slam radio sirius xm channel
7: 145 here's that song again here's that song again for the hundredth time today Today, Tuesday, June 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Slam Radio will observe Blackout Tuesday with three minutes of silence. Together with our SiriusXM music channels, we will be silencing for three minutes. One minute to reflect on the terrible history of racism, one minute in observance of this tragic moment in time, and one minute to hope for and demand a better future. This will serve as a tribute not only to George Floyd, but to all of the countless victims of racism. Thank you.
0: Good morning, amigo. Hey Amen. Look, if they pick up Tua Nigga too, I'm, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't You I don't call know. him
7: that, I call him Tonga Vailoa. Whatever
0: you wanna call him. Listen, I don't know if they're hundred percent sold on Tua Nigga Alapola.
7: Tonga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins.
0: How can you get that name so perfect? Tua nigga Manu
7: Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga
0: Tunga 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 Vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. that sounds much better that way.
4: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145. Slam Radio.
1: Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, Hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
3: Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm
4: very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical.
1: It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And
2: the mentors we have here like Frank the Tank and Amigo make you love this amazing program even more.
4: There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family.
3: We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to SAM Radio and everybody a part of Sam Radio. We are a family.
4: They are my family. And they will always continue to be my family and i will forever be thankful and i know they got my bag just like i got theirs
6: i love being part of slam radio what's up this is grok and you're listening to slam radio
1: welcome back here to the youth on slam radio we're going to be talking more on previously mentioned how a lot of Luxury brands are now introducing and helping out with a lot of production of supplies for people in need because of coronavirus and because of everything else that's happening now. So Ralph Lauren has been producing masks and gowns in the U.S. here in bulk. They've also had a corporate a corporate foundation committing $10 million towards COVID relief. Prada has been producing 80,000 medical uh masks and overall just in again in bulk masks and gowns for a lot of the uh medic for the medical field and in, in order to help relieve some stress that a lot of people were going through i mean we saw in the beginning of this whole outbreak and this during this pandemic america had a shortage here with these masks and we did find it to be very difficult we have we saw a lot of companies switching from their normal brand from i remember a lot of alcohol companies switching from not making alcohol to doing hand sanitizers so that they could you know aid in some relief we're also seeing how there's been some daily deliveries to hospitals in italy with the help of prada which is and they're donating uh six icu units to hospitals in in milan and we're kind of again we're seeing how like worldwide a lot of these brand luxury brands expensive brands are truly trying to help out as much as they possibly can because, I mean, as we see here, not a lot of people are focusing on buying a lot of things. A lot of people are out of work. So I I do understand the whole purpose of trying to help out as much as possible. They also have some FDA approved cotton masks. masks, They have an increased production of of 1.5 mil for the masks a week. And that leads up to the actual production of five to 6 million masks produced. Chanel is donating 1.2 euros to emergency funds for Paris, for public for, uh, public hospital systems as well as the French emergency system services, and they're also do- donating 50,000 face masks. And again, we're seeing these big companies that we normally see as very luxurious, something that we kind of strive for in some cases. I don't, I've never, I don't own anything of Ralph Lauren or Prada or Chanel. I wish I did, but. You know, we're kinda of seeing how these companies are kind of, you know, introducing new ways and they're I think I think it's very interesting and very uh noble, I guess, in some sense, because they are doing this and they don't really need to, but they are. And I think that it's great to see this happen. Honestly, um, this kind of
3: ties back into the last segment that we were talking about, which was um how influencers, how they were using their platform, you know, and how they all came together to try to, you know, everything they can and this is similar to what's going on now with the luxurious stores and stuff there's a lot of people who it's like what you said a lot of people love those stores a lot of people some wish they could some do own um those things so honestly I'm I'm glad like I said like it's just beyond like beyond me that they're doing that because I feel like it's like a lot of people can't um afford it's like what you're saying we had mass shortages mass what is up with that word today honestly mask shortage so i can't say it but shortages yeah there you go
2: got it you got it there you go
3: <laughs> thank you nicole she she always has me but yes and you know they have packages coming to italy you said um with masks and stuff and i'm assuming other supplies that may be useful for a situation like this um and it's just it it's, I don't know, I can't even explain it, it's just like, oh my god, I can't.
1: Speechless, it's like, there's just so much into it, it's kind of, it's very, the actual integrity of it is very interesting, because again, like, there's countless of other stores with Neiman Marcus and Joan Fabrics that are providing fabrics to make these masks, and gowns and these scrubs that the doctors and just normal, what we would see as normal protection gear that are now again kind of in shortage and you know kind of difficult to obtain every now and again. I also know that there's some medical shows that are actually giving up some of their uh props, some of their actual um, what's it called machineries and systems because those are literal machines that can be used, and also as well as literal scrubs that are disinfected, they're not used in any actual. Show in in any actual, I'm sorry, surgery or any actual hospital setting. So they are free and they are disinfected, but don't worry, they still got disinfected again. And you know, you you also see just a whole bunch of, as I mentioned before, I mean, there was Bacardi, but you're also seeing Hennessy producing and distributing free hand hand sanitizer in France, and some of the same factories are also using it for cosmetics and fragrances. And we're just again, we're seeing all around the world these big companies that just taking over and helping out.
2: And, yeah, a lot of these companies during these tough times in 2020, they've been really wholesome with the things they do. And not just the companies, a lot of celebrities as well. Been really nice to frontline workers during this. whole outbreak. We saw just a few weeks ago, um, I'm sorry, a few days ago, that DeJounte Murray, he's uh starting point guard for the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA he gave out a bunch of game-worn shoes to frontline workers. So we see that a lot of these people, they really support these frontline workers and they're being really nice. They're giving away a lot of stuff. They're, you saw with the All-In Challenge as well that a lot of these celebrities and all of these companies, they're really trying to help out. And it's, at least for me, I'm not a frontline worker, but I'm sure that a lot of the frontline workers really appreciate that.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think the, what they're doing is very nice, considerate. they're thinking about other people that may be in need of them, since you guys said there's, sh- there was a shortage, shortage of masks from um, before. So I think what they're doing is a good thing. And honestly, they don't have to do it, but it's a want. And I appreciate that, even though I'm not like a healthcare worker and stuff like that. It's like one of those things where like, When you have it, when you have the resources to do something to support someone or like something in general, you do it. And that's exactly what they're doing. And I think that's a good thing. And like um, Anthony said about the basketball player from the Spurs, how he donated his worn shoes and stuff like that to healthcare workers and stuff. I think like those, these little things are like big gestures. And yeah, I just think what they're doing overall is a very nice
3: thing. Yeah, and not to mention that also, you know, that many stores were actually, you know, um, struggling because, you know, the malls closed and everything. And, you know, so, you know, I'm pretty sure that their income has decreased a lot. But, you know, um, they're still going out their way to help people out, which is a such a nice gesture. And, yeah, it's like what Anthony and Alicia were saying. I'm not a first responder, but I genuinely really appreciate the gesture.
1: Yeah, and this is a good demonstration of philanthropy on these, uh, on the luxury brands and all these other companies on their part, because I mean, I think what people don't really remember is that when healthcare workers are going to the field, they aren't just wearing one hospital mask, they're wearing a, a very severe, like, painter's mask, and then they have to wear two hospital masks on top of that. And that's for every healthcare worker, that's for every doctor, that's foot who's caring for some patient, as well as just normally now how some doctors have to dress in general, even if you aren't caring for a coronavirus patient. So it kind of makes sense why these masks are kind of draining throughout the whole pandemic now, because, again, we have high numbers of, of patients. We have high numbers... Of we have low numbers, sorry, of masks that are coming in. So then again, we're seeing like even shoe brand companies like LL Bean, from went from making boots to producing 10,000 masks a day, and they got 1 million masks to local hospitals in Maine. And again, they're also working with Feeding Feeding America, and that's a great organization who that that helps again feed America and helps people with this whole downside of coronavirus of this whole pandemic and COVID-19. So again just just in general seeing these big name companies who switch from their normal either luxury or their consumption or just their normal production day it it, it is very warming and very nice to see how they are kind of switching up because of the recent events and because you know it's it's a serious topic at this point because it is it is something that's affecting all of us you know we didn't expect to get out of school on, on the friday the 13th and look at us now we are uh, we are out of school and we're on zoom and we're talking here and we're kind of you know we're we, we we're lucky enough to have a platform where we're still able to communicate and talk about these things but some people are just again this this whole this whole this whole notion is, is very endearing because they didn't have to do this, like how all of us have kind of repeated, like they didn't have to, per se, make these masks and make these, these, these bulks of, of masks and gowns and scrubs for these hospital workers. They didn't need to. And so just seeing that all kind of unfold and everything like that is, is, again, very endearing, very heartwarming. But when we get back here on The Youth, we'll talk a little more about how things post-open up here in America. So you're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius Channel 145.
5: Hey, look what I found! A
6: radio. Radio! Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145.
4: Why well, was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it.
2: The dad <laughs> joke. Corny, grown worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment
0: with your kids.
2: What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son.
0: So take a moment to make your kid laugh Because
2: dad jokes rule Make your kid laugh today Go to fatherhood.gov Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services And the Ad Council
4: 180 over 111 And I had a stroke I couldn't speak or walk
7: this is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.
6: Good morning, amigos.
0: I remember going one time during my honeymoon. We did the whole entire um, Today Show, and I wanted to go. I wanted to come out on TV, and I got my wife up early, and we got there an hour and a half before the show started. And I'm like, this is going to be great. We're going to be the only ones there. We're going to come out on TV. We couldn't get anywhere near the cameras.
7: So, I can't even make the subframe. Five years ago, we stayed right on Times Square, the marquee. You could see Good Morning Amigo from... Uh, Good Morning America from <laughs> my... That's funny. <laughs>
6: that's a promo. Good Morning Amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145.
7: Today, Tuesday, June 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Slam Radio will observe Blackout Tuesday, with three minutes of silence. Together with our SiriusXM music channels, we will be silencing for three minutes. One minute to reflect on the terrible history of racism, one minute in observance of this tragic moment in time, and one minute to hope for and demand a better future. This will serve as a tribute not only to George Floyd, but to all of the countless victims of racism.
6: Thank you.
0: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him, you tell him, you know? You know, that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses, you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you mm-hmm. know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, It's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
3: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
6: Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio.
1: Welcome back here to the youth on Slam Radio here. So as previously mentioned, this station will be joining into the uh, Three-minute blackout here at 3 p.m. today, but going in, you know, mixing back into what our normal schedule is going to be like. Today is June 2nd. Now, there has been countless of places that have begun opening up, not just essential businesses. We're now seeing malls and other such big things and companies and products and every such thing at this point opening up, but. The only things that are not set to open today because I guess we kind of behave bad and and you know everybody else is like no you can't have the beaches anymore because of the riots now I mean that kind of seems a little off because again I feel like we were it's like the whole county was treated as like a babe, as like babies I did a wrong like a bad thing it's like hey because of your riots and because you destroyed a couple things you can't have the beaches anymore they are pushing it back so I can understand that point of view because again some of the destruction well all the destruction caused by the riots is not necessary i believe that if you're gonna have a riot don't destroy the things that you see in bayside and you know start looting because i don't think that really gets the messages across all too much so i can understand the kind of will to want to punish the the county and just the the people in general the citizens because we all kind of look forward to the beaches including the fact that like it's now getting to the summer months i mean literally it's going to be summer i mean just next week we're going we're going to be starting at 11 instead of 12 so like we're even seeing like because of summer we're having a lot of these you know things that we just want to go to the beach and so now that it's being pushed back we don't necessarily know when it's going to open back up and you know we're we we are kind of seeing the, the return to normalcy after these 80 days of quarantine, because even restaurants are opening up. Again, with social distancing measures and with the same precautions, as well as having the, again, social distancing and the same uh, disinfecting processes. But personally, I don't think I'm going to go out and engage all too quickly like how I normally did, where it was just a, hey, it's a free from, I'm going to go to the mall, and then maybe I'm going to go here with my mom because I'm with my mom. And I I don't know if I'm going to go out and engage in all those type of things. I mean, I know that at this point, the normalcy spectrum has changed, we're all gonna have to wear a mask. So that kind of comes down my anxiety and my nerves a little bit personally. But I mean, will any of you actually go out and engage in any of the normal activities or the old normal at this point? Not me.
3: I, if I have to order food online and for it to come delivered to my house, that's probably the closest I'll get to normalcy. I don't see myself going to a restaurant don't see it happening anytime soon. Honestly, that what they're, um, what they're doing to us about, you know, pushing back the date to opening beaches and stuff. I find that super smart because it's just like what you said. Summer is coming. And I don't know about you guys, but I love the beach. I love tanning. I love everything about it. So that's something, it's like what you said. That's something I feel like a lot of people, especially people who live in Miami, that's what we look forward to. So I feel like that's a really good way to like, you know, trying to like, poke at us, like stop what you're doing if you really want this. You get what I'm saying? So I agree with it. I think it's good, even though I really want it to be open. But it I feel like that's the smartest choice to do. Cause I feel like if it wasn't for the riots, I feel like we're pretty good to, you know, go to the beach. Obviously with guidelines to follow, but I feel like I haven't heard too much about, you know, the whole virus and stuff like that. So
2: No, I feel like with the Uh, With the riots, the um, the whole coronavirus outbreak is almost like an icing on the cake. Um, I won't go out anywhere, and if people do want to go out, I believe they need to follow the safety precautions to avoid a second outbreak. We've talked talked about this multiple times on the youth, but if people, if a lot of states are to reopen now in the near future. I believe they need to follow safe safe guidelines and try and avoid another outbreak and just a repeat of what's happened from January, uh, from I'm sorry, from March to pretty much now.
4: Honestly, I think the people rioting do not care about the beaches not being able to open, but that's just my opinion and also at the same time. I appreciate this because I don't want to sound selfish or anything, but I don't really need people coming into Miami because if they do, it's going to get even worse and skyrocket. So I think they should just stay in their area or just go elsewhere, just not Miami. No offense. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to get back to normal as quick as possible. Like, I want to start school in August. Like, there's certain things I want to actually do, like go to like actual school and stuff like that so and I feel like if we keep letting people in and this protest rioting and all this going on because I feel like already with the protests and rioting the number of coronavirus cases even though we won't hear about it it's still gonna go up because nobody cares right now I don't see people wearing masks and videos like I don't see any of that so I already feel like it might be going up and I'm still trying to be optimistic about having a senior year so I'm not trying to think about that but if we also have people coming in from I don't know God where, God knows where. I don't know what's going to happen to Miami. We might just close down for good. So, I think the beaches still stay closed for a little bit, you know, or be open only to like Florida r- residents. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just want the world to get back to normal.
3: I think that that's what we all want, honestly. Just everybody just stop just go to sleep for a couple of days. You know, don't wake up until this whole situation is done with. Then you can wake up. But honestly, it's just, ugh, it's 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 overwhelming. Like, it's like what Alicia said. How long have we been? I know quarantine is kind of like, honestly, I don't feel like people really care about quarantine anymore. I, I see a lot of people out on the streets and stuff. But, you know, we've been kind of stuck at home for over two months, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It's been
1: like 80 days, over eight. So it's, yeah, it's so long. It's been eighty days of quarantine, and yeah, just normalcy is kind of out the picture. I mean, Alicia was saying with the whole uh riots and people not wearing masks and the whole protesting, like just give it two weeks. We'll all we'll all see the actual repercussions of COVID and how everything is taking place after the riots. So
5: I don't know. I mean, on my behalf, Nicole, if you remember a few months back. We did the round table with Amigo and the whatnot, and he was asking us all about coronavirus and if we would still go out and fly to Italy or China. And I was like the only student inside the studio just saying, fly to China.
1: Angel, you, you said you would, you would fly straight into Wuhan.
5: I would fly That's... straight into Wuhan, China, straight in there. But Do
1: you, will you, are you still going to fly into straight into Wuhan?
5: Gladly. Gladly. Give me the first class ticket.
1: Something is definitely wrong with Angel. Are you okay? That's one of the only things I can't agree with you with, Angel. Other things I'm like, yes, understood. Intellectual. This? I'm like, (laughs) no, 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 no.
5: I I mean, YOLO, right? YOLO. You only live once, right? But I mean, no, now that things are opening up, though, I am for sure I'm going to go out. I'm going to travel all of Florida for sure. I will be up north and then I'll come all the way back down to the Keys and I'll just keep doing it again.
1: I expect nothing less from you, Angel. That's exactly the response that I thought was going to come out because, I mean, you are, I'm going to say you're the more reckless. You're just more adventurous and you're like, ah, I'll try anything just once. And you, yes, he's exactly. He's a risk taker. And I can completely understand that. I mean, I know that Alicia is more like to herself. She's like, I like my bed. I like where I'm at. I don't really care. Everybody else, I think, is just a little more cautious. I think Anthony just doesn't really care to go out anyways, just in general. like
2: <laughs> Exactly. Like, even without a quarantine, I just don't go out. I just kind of stay home. I like, go out to eat dinner with, like, my family. Other than that, I don't really go out anymore.
1: We too. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, personally, I don't go out either. So, like, the whole idea of the quarantine was very okay for me in the beginning because I was like, I don't really go out anyways. But then I started realizing, like, with my friends, it it is a different type of dynamic. And it is kind of nice to have my friends around every now and again. Not all the times, but every now and again. Because, you know, sometimes your friends can also be a little bit um, pushy. Sometimes I guess, too. But I mean, that's just with everything. But then with any relationship, any friendship you get, like, people just, you know, if you're a good friend, they'll like you. But again, like, I think that it's pretty noticeable here that, at least, we. Not kind of the, the exact same agreement agreement on this, except for Angel, the outlier the uh, yeah the the outlier in the situation, which again not not I'm like the Shape
5: of the family, that's what I am.
1: Exactly, well, it wasn't unexpected. I'm actually pretty happy with that like perspective. I mean, it's it's true. Like, not everybody thinks exactly like how all of us, except for Angel once again, he's the outlier. But we all kind of have the same kind of idea where it's like, eh. I'm not really going to go out because there's really no point for me to go out. Uh, I mean, is there anything that would bring you guys out? I mean, if I really had to it'd be like, cause I'm redoing my room and I'm like, I ah, kind of have to, but I don't, I don't
3: know. I've actually really been considering redoing my room like you know I feel like because all the time we're in our house and we're just in our room looking like I feel like I could really make this place look prettier you get what I'm saying so I've really been considering that and also what you said about sometimes your friends could just get you know like move away a little bit give me some space I agree with that because honestly the first week was like super good it was so like nonchalant I was I was relaxed. I was okay. But then once I, like, my mom didn't let me go to the grocery store, she didn't go anywhere, I was like, whoa, please. I did not sign up to be put in prison, so please. But I know it was for safety reasons, and I know it was, you know, because she was taking precautions and stuff like that. So, you know, I was still bothered, but I guess it was for a good cause. I think me – I was on quarantine. Like I took this thing so seriously
4: without my parents. Like I just me myself, like I am so scared of germs, people touching me. Like, like I I hate it without Corona around me. Like I don't like when people are around me that much. No offense, but I did finally go out. I have to say, but I didn't really go out. You know, I went to like a drive-through birthday party and even that I was like, Please don't get close to the car. But yeah, I went to the drive-thru um, party and now I finally started going to like the grocery store. Like I'm like, going, I'm like, you know, slowly but surely because I'm like, you know what? Corona is really never going to be gone forever. And I'm not going to live my life trapped in my house yeah, so do i need do you have, to do you wear those like big yellow suits because i feel like you'd be the have you. have <laughs> was,
1: have no have
4: but you. i i fo- you see how i'm wearing a long sleeve i wear a long sleeve long pants a mask i make sure the <laughs> hair is in the bun like i'm so that once i get home i take everything off and i take a shower and i throw everything in the laundry like i'm so serious about this but we're gonna get back to normal soon so it's fine the one thing <laughs> that
2: will me out of my house out of quarantine, to well, one word, but it's a conjunction word. Football, and it's as simple as that. That's the only thing that's gonna pull me out of my house. The first football game I have a chance to go to, I will go to, and it's as simple as that.
1: Ew. Well, I mean, that's kind of understandable. I mean, Anthony is Anthony and Mario. Sadly, Mario can join us today. They are the uh, the the sports fanatics in the group out of all of us. With every sport, really, they don't care what it is. They'll they'll love it. I mean, even Russian slapping is a beloved sport here on Slam Radio, apparently, because of Mario. But when we come back here on the youth, we'll talk a little bit more on this discussion. We'll get more to depth on some other quality talking time. But yeah, you're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A Radio. Radio.
6: Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145.
7: Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way.
0: <laughs> oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game, too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I
7: can see it my way. Yeah,
0: but your way is not the way.
7: So some people some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, yeah the of way. course. You can't spell amigo without the ego.
4: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11. Only on SiriusXM XM 145. Slam Radio.
7: Today, Tuesday, June 2nd, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Slam Radio will observe Blackout Tuesday with three minutes of silence. Together with our SiriusXM music channels, we will be silencing for three minutes. One minute to reflect on the terrible history of racism, one minute in observance of this tragic moment in time, and one minute to hope for and demand a better future. This will serve as a tribute not only to George Floyd, but to all of the countless victims of racism.
6: Thank you. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend. But a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat.
2: Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United
6: States and the Ad Council.
1: The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi.
6: Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense.
1: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
3: Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice.
2: I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school.
4: I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny's, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and... It means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community.
3: It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people
2: here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what.
4: It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become
3: one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career.
6: You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145
0: yo sway calloway sway in the morning world famous wake up show mtv we worldwide welcome to slam radio this is where they get busy welcome back to
1: the youtube radio station channel 45 and it's the final segment guys i don't know how to feel about that it always goes by so fast it's like a blink of an eye i don't i feel uncomfortable by that fact but continuing on from our previous discussion in our last segment I know personally, I talked about this in our last show here on The Youth, but I started working out more because of quarantine and the pandemic. And I liked that. I liked the energy and the the exertion. Again, I understand Angel now because he's the workout fiend. I had never understood it until now. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting these into place more so that when we go back into normalcy or quote unquote normal in our whole routine, that I can continue using it. And, I mean, I'm just kind of curious, what have you guys been doing during quarantine that you kind of wish will stick and that you kind of wish to carry on into your routine and your your return to normal?
3: Honestly, not much. I've been at home. I mean, one thing I do wish that would continue is that, like, some days, like, on Saturdays around there when, you know, nobody, none of my parents work, um, we do like come to the living room and then we play Uno, which is super fun. So I hope that that continues because I find it really fun. And then sometimes we watch movies. But other than that, I don't feel much. Oh, some, another thing. Sorry, I completely forgot. I've been cleaning my room so much ever since on quarantine. So I hope I can continue that because my room could get disgusting, like super messy. So I hope I keep my room clean even when we do go back to quote unquote normal. Normalcy that's the word right
1: yes normal oh, okay, scene okay. normal scene routine however you want they're all synonymous to each other but I completely understand the whole movie standpoint I mean Amanda and I we 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 kind of fell off because of AP test stress all that type of uh you know school stuff that we would normally experience but we started doing a movie night Monday where we all just settled down watch a couple movies talk about it analyze it and it was really fun
2: with the honorary tradition of me walking in
1: in the middle of the movie. Can't yeah, I mean I kind of I kind of wish that the that the whole movie night stick and that Anthony continues to walk in and kind of ruin a, a good portion of the movie and we all just kind of yell at him.
3: Of course, like always.
1: Come on, he's a punching bag.
2: Exactly. He, thank you, but thank you.
1: He he always complains whenever whenever we uh we came on to the to Zoom platform, he was like, "Dude, I kind of just want to be, you know, the punching bag again, and then he kind of hates it whenever we do it in real life. I mean, he doesn't hate it. No, he no loves it.
2: I, I like it. I like it. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Right. I
7: don't
2: know. I've
5: been enjoying all this free time, like, Nicole. You already know me. I'm the workout freak. <laughs> Woo! It's leg <like> day, baby. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but no, yeah, uh, I've just been taking most of this time to to work out, and more than that, just um, do some research online learn about different things. Typically, if I'm not working out, you can catch me learning about some other branch of philosophy because you know what? Metaphysics, because why not? And then theology and ontology. Question everything. And then we can get Mr. Colt to question everything with us. You see, one of
2: the bigger things that I've been doing during quarantine, I've already left my neighborhood like three or four times. So I live about four or five doors down from my cousin. And he has a basketball hoop. So one of the big tradition not traditions, but just one of the big things that I hope stays after quarantine is probably just shooting hoops with him. Like, I would do it often, but I didn't do it as often as I did in quarantine because there was literally nothing else for me to do. So I would just, at times after school, I would lace up my shoes. I'd go outside and I'd shoot some hoops. Ball them out sometimes. I'm like eleven four, you know, because I'm just that skilled. But I hope that'll stick around.
1: Okay, yeah, because then, like, your dad beat you at, like, a zero to seven,
2: right?
4: Hey, 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 relax, relax. Honestly, I'm the lazy one here. I honestly haven't been doing anything. Like, every time we talk about this, I say relaxing. Like, that's all I've been doing. I sleep, wake up, eat, sleep again. So that's all I've been doing. But, like, Alba said, like, the family time and stuff like that, I hope to keep that going but I don't think it's really gonna go keep going because like now we have everyone in the house nobody's really working like literally if we're working some they're working from home so we're always together and if it were to go back to whatever we call normal it's like everyone like everyone's gonna get their job back everyone's gonna like you know like it's gonna start to be the same thing as it was before so I don't think that's really gonna last but I'm gonna find something to do in my life this late into quarantine like um nicole said working out like i don't work out but i think i'm a. you know what i'm motivated today i think i'm gonna like go put some workout clothes on and just go for a jog how about that right now right after the year because she's just right after night. Night.
1: maybe maybe, maybe
4: a little later it's really hot outside maybe a little <laughs> later but yeah. yeah
2: it's been way too hot it's been way too hot you can't do that right for now. sure you gotta wait keep- a little bit trust me from personal experience you gotta wait it out a little bit wait till yeah, like keep- three-ish then you're good
1: Exactly. Keep the motivation because you're really going to need it because as we see here in Florida, it does cool down a little bit after, you know, three, four, around that time. So keep it up. You know, I mean, it's only really the later half of, of 12. We got this. You're good. Just keep the motivation. Also wear a long sleeve. You'll lose more weight because you sweat more. I don't know. I mean, wear some leggings instead of like other pants, but definitely. I mean, personally, I completely understand. Every single like, I mean, Angel and I—we have to have more uh, discussions on everything now with 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 philosophy as he's become more versed in everything. I'm I'm not surprised by any of the actual uh, topics that were kind of said here. I'm actually kind of happy that everybody kind of got some more motivation here in the latter half of the youth. It's it's kind of nice seeing this. Well, we but
3: know, um, we got some of that for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always nice because I mean, he and the youth are always kind of energetic every now and again. But it, it's always nice feeling it again whenever it's we come to to the end here. But I think that I think it's these are some improvements that we can definitely, you know, use into our normal life. I mean, I think that it's always pretty entertaining personally, whenever it goes into these things. I mean, personally, as I said before, I kind of like working out now. Never thought about it that way. I kind of like watching these movies with Amanda. And again, I've also had a lot of family time that I haven't even put into consideration because I just haven't even thought about it. I mean, I, I sit out more with my parents. I don't have as as much work to do. I don't have as much, you know, homework and just school time constraining all my family time. So it is it is really nice being able to just go out and enjoy the whole feeling, the whole vibe that your family will, will definitely give you. And and especially during these times where it can get a little scary every now and again with what we see in the news of the riots as well. Um, Nicole, 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 and,
2: Nicole, do you yeah. hear that?
1: Yes, yes, Anthony, I do. I that. I do. You I did me. it. But it's okay I this did. time. It's okay this time. Thank you very much. Yay. It's been great talking here on the youth with all of you guys, with Anthony, Angel, Alicia, Alba. And again, we cannot leave the youth without saying thank you to all of the people working in the front lines in, with hospitals and with the coronavirus. And it's always great to see all these brand names and everything else kind of helping out here. So you're, you were listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series Exemption 145.